0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. Welcome to Believe in 76ers with your hosts, former 76ers point guard Eric Snow and two Sixers fanatics in Marcus and Tasia Dash. Believe in 76ers is presented by betonline.ag.
2: BetOnline is your number one source for all your sports betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf and more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline where the game starts hey guys welcome back to another episode of believe in 76ers podcast i'm marcus dash here with legendary 76ers point guard eric snow and my brother Taja dash and tonight we have a special guest and it's kind of a, a family affair here on believe in 76ers podcast tonight and eric's son ej ej what's going on brother it's the real day.
0: eric snow <laughs> <laughs> yeah
3: we <can> say
2: that <laughs> so uh, t- tonight's gonna be a great episode as far as obviously we have the we have the dashes and we have the snows together tonight in uh, this one big uh, uh, trade deadline special we got tonight um but yeah so we're gonna be going over a lot of the trades and a lot of all these uh these rumors that are going on out there right now and i obviously as you guys know a couple of days before the trade deadline there's so many different rumors that are, are there, that are popping up I don't know what's real and what's not and there's so many sources that are saying all these guys are available for trade but we're going to get into all of it tonight. Eric, uh, before we get into it all, um, when it comes around this season, this trade deadline season, uh, when you see, when you hear all these names of guys being rumored to be on the block, does it bring back, like, memories of back in the day when you were rumored to be on the trade block or, or, or whatnot? Um,
0: no, not for me. I mean, I think the year I got traded, I got traded before the trade deadline. And I knew I was getting traded. So it wasn't like a rumor. It was like I knew it was going to happen. Um, I think maybe my last year in Philly was the only time that I I could have, you know, like it was rumors about the trade deadline. Um, but BK was very upfront with me. Like I kind of knew who he was talking to. That's why I was very close to going to Orlando for um Juan Howard at that time. Wow. Um, okay. And um I think Billy turned it turned it down. I don't know why. Our contracts were very similar. It was just going to be a one for one. Um and it ended up for whatever reason not going through and then I was traded to Cleveland that summer. So other than that, I mean, I never really I was never really one of those guys that was Rumored, like you know, yeah, dust it off. I was never talked about being traded. I'm just saying, like, I I, (laughs) in there all the time, so it's not really sometimes not, it's not always you and your talent and skill as much as it is sometimes your contract, yeah. Um, and the need of the team, so it's 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 some it's some luck involved if you're not in, you know, if your name isn't in there, also.
1: Do you get like a um. Do you feel like this weight or elephant in the room in the locker room until it's like done, and there's a sigh of relief afterwards? The closer you get, well, I
0: mean, you really, you really only feel that if if, if you're a team that everyone knows is active. Like I, I would think that the Denver Nuggets don't feel that right yeah. now. Um, I would say that you know Cleveland don't. I mean, um, the Clippers don't really feel that right now. Um, you may have guys that make moves, but they're not coming in there with their main top 8, 9, 10 guys feeling like, man, I might get traded. But, of course, P.J. Tucker might get traded because he wants to get traded. But mm-hmm. I don't think there's a big surprise where your your glue guys, the guys that you know are playing every night, are questioning whether they're going to be there. So it's usually the teams that are, like, in the middle of the pack or kind of fighting for a playoff spot that, you you may have some uncertainty um guys that are at the end of their contract um you know that that's possible um outside of that no it's it's you kind of know which teams are it's possible and you just want to get to that point where either it's going to happen or it's not so yeah once it's once it happens you just kind of like okay good at least I'm going to be here for the rest of the year yeah so you
2: go from there
1: yeah.
2: Well, it should be a um, interesting week as far as the trade deadline. As far as our uh, our team, our squad, Sixers, uh, so we'll kind of dive in right now to get everyone's input on the uh, the latest news before we get into the full trade deadline stuff that we got in store for you guys this episode. But so a lot, obviously a lot of mystery surrounding Embiid's recovery timeline. Uh, but according to Woj, Adrian Wojnarowski, the Sixers are going to be operating as though they are going to get Embiid back, and they want to be in the top six in the East. So my question to you guys, do you see the trades this week as a sign of how long management thinks you'll be out? And do you think we'll be buyers at the deadline? EJ, you want to lead us off, buddy?
3: Yeah, no, I definitely do see it as a sign um, of what they expect. And, you know, I do think you'll be buyers at the deadline. I, I don't think you'll go all in. I think you'll go and get a nice a nice center on a, on the last year of his deal. I like that.
1: Definitely need it. Yeah. Eric.
0: You go ahead, Taser. Go ahead, man. Um
1: Don't talk about no trace. I'll give my opinion when you finish. I uh <laughs> yeah, I mean I think you'll get a sense one way or the other, uh, how they feel. Because I think there's we're usually pretty open about surgeries and injuries um but whenever mb has one it's always hush hush and we don't know a lot even after the procedure they're still i mean but you know i, I think they have a lot of wait and see going on but um if they say they're going to operate under the assumption that he'll be back and they're going to reevaluate him in four weeks i would think if if it was a long-term outlook I don't even think they'd be looking at him in four weeks. Right. If they were expect, if this was like a four to six month recovery time for whatever they did, they wouldn't even be like reevaluating him after four weeks. Right. That would have seemed like a, that would just seem way too premature and early for that. So just that alone makes me think that they do think he'll be back in, you know, two plus months, which would put us right there around the playoff time right before the playoffs. Um, and I think we will be buyers. I don't think I, I agree with EJ. I don't think it will be, crazy. I don't think we're going to uh, get rid of our you know, um, long-term cap flexibility, but we'll look for guys that could help us on one-year deals, I think. Well, yeah, I think um,
0: here's the objective. Are we still trying to win a championship? Yes. So if we're still trying to win a championship, you have to make some form of a move to help yourself stay in position to do that. And I think the best way to do that is you're thinking seeds, you're thinking um, still trying to make a run. Um, You don't want to be in a situation where you end up playing Boston and (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Balls in the first round. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you got to – that has to be a priority because we aren't too far from that, especially the way things have gone the last five or six games. Um, So a move has to be made if your priority is still win the championship. If your pri- priority is, you know, if Joel isn't back to move on and let's kind of save our cap space and and see see if we can increase our draft, you know, pick and if, I don't think that's the priority, but it can be. I, I I honestly think it's it's kind of bad timing because you don't have two or three weeks or four weeks to kind of see how we're playing to make that decision. Mm-hmm. So Whatever your priority was beforehand is, is, is going to take precedence. So I, I still think that the cap flexibility and and not using it, and if you're bringing in players, they're going to have to be on the last year of their deals or a last year of their deal in a non-guaranteed in the future is, yeah. is, is what it's going to have to be. And I think outside of that, they don't make moves. I, I really don't think they make moves outside of that. And they, they, they maybe wait for the, the buyout market or something um so i i would say that they may make a minor move i I don't think you can give up on tobias with joel out um you need some form of continuity from guys that's already been there this season so i think you make a move where some people can help um or you think more guys that you feel are more of a consistent top eight player whether that's a center or not, I don't know. It, it, you, you have to. I don't think we just go get any center. I mean, like drumming names come up comes up, but the Bulls have to work with you. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I do think something's done, but I do think there'll be buyers in the in the buyout market also, which I think I keeps it keeps their plan in play.
3: I got a question for y'all. Outside of Maxi, Tobias, and Joel, is there anyone else who's untouchable in y'all's eyes? Oof. Outside of who? Tobias, Joel, and Maxi. I,
0: I don't think Tobias is
3: untouchable. Yeah,
1: I would even say he's not untouchable. Okay.
0: He, he he's 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 more valuable this year than than maybe previously because yes. he's a his contract is up, so he's more valuable. Yeah. Um, you can get more for him now than you maybe you could have in the last definitely in the last two years Oh yeah, but even more so last year because he's in the last year of his deal and teams that's like an extra incentive when you have that that cap flexibility where people especially now with the new rules are looking for that so that makes his value more important so that that's also that's something that's you got to think about too like are we really just going to let him walk is going to be sound like Signed, trade right. he has to be a part of that. Like we don't know, so you had to make a decision on that. Yeah, and they have they we already know they're going. They already they already put themselves in the hole by not giving Maxie an extension. Now he's whatever they thought they was going to give him, they're going to, have to give him more now.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: He's we get that Tyler easy. Hero contract we
1: talked about. Yeah,
0: Maxie is getting the max.
1: Yeah, and. With the time that Embiid's going to miss, he's, he's his, his who man. knows, he, he might make an all-NBA team if he has to put it on his shoulders for the rest of the year. That might be even more money in his pocket. Yeah. Um, I guess And then two money. and two interesting stories came out, so, uh, well, well, stories, but reports. Um, like you said, Eric, about the seating. I think Woj said, um, and maybe speculating or it's someone he talked to in Philadelphia, that uh, – uh, their goal is to stay in the six seed range. If they, can, if they can maintain top six, they'd be extremely happy with that, that That's what they're trying to do. Um, and then as far as like – I just think with – what was the other report? Oh, and then um, – oh, that's what I was going to ask. How much do you think were – the timing of Embiid's injury is so bad because now we have to kind of prioritize like a big, to a degree, for an insurance policy so we don't have to rush him back. Because let's say we did get Drummond and he played great. You don't have to say, okay, Embiid, like we need you playing on like one and a half legs for the rest of the season. You could say waited a little longer. But, I mean, how much do you like prioritize someone who can help now compared to someone who – is just, like, gone in the offseason. Like, do you do you think a, a Band-Aid versus, like, something longer than that, right? I mean, that's why the, – okay, the report I was going to say was we're trying to package um, pick swaps and a bunch of our seconds to try to get other first-round picks from teams. So that tells me they're like, all right, we know if we get someone pretty good, we're going to have to pony up a first-round pick. We don't want to give one out of our own pocket, so we're going to try to package together all this other stuff Get another first round pick, and then you know acquire someone who's worth a first round pick. Good luck with that, I guess. Yeah.
2: Nah, would you say? Er- Go ahead. No, I was gonna say that the, the talking about the untouchable aspect, um, and I know we always say that uh, Maxi and Mb are the only untouchables. But right now, would you say that because of Mb's injury, would you would you consider Tobias an untouchable as of right now? in the current state of where we are right now? No. Okay.
1: No, but they'd like, they like the dealer taking it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I would not um, consider him that, but I would consider him a um, a goddess. Like I said, he's, he's valued more, but I don't think that it's i think if the right deal comes if 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 you get someone that you like um he's he's they'll trade him and they'll trade him without hesitation yeah um if, if they if they get the right price whereas maxi I, I don't i don't think they would do that like you you have to you have to go with names that you know is special names to get him moved right now yeah um, you know you know steph and you know, stuff like that. Like those are the names that will have to come up for him to be mentioned in the trade. Uh, whereas Tobias, I, I don't think it, it takes, it'll take names like that. I think it takes really good players and the same kind of, if you get really good players and you get the same flexibility, you get maybe a player to fit. Um,
1: they, they make that move. I think if they traded Tobias, I don't think it'd be a rental like an expiring. I think if they traded Tobias, it'd be for someone they want to either has more years that they like, or they would re up in the office. Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
0: Someone that someone that they would have gone after, or they would, they will go after in free
1: agency. Yes, exactly.
0: It it has to be a long someone. I mean, they have people here March for who they, who they would like to have Mm -hmm. as a piece that fits Joel and Maxie. If they find that guy and that guy becomes available, um, yeah, Tobias will will be made available in order to make that happen.
2: Yeah. All right, now we're gonna get to the nitty gritty the nitty-gritty, the, uh, the trade deadline targets. All right, so um, so the way we're gonna go about this is so I I try to tear it up with guys who are in certain groups, um, and also with as far as like the. Uh, as far as their their money uh, they're, they're making this year and trying to uh, keep everybody in the same kind of tier. Uh, so we're going to go by uh, tier by tier with this whole thing. Um, we're going to start off here with the, um, the first tier being um, kind of a pipe dream target guys who aren't necessarily on the trading block, but guys who have been kind of thrown out there um, as far as a possible name that we could go for. Uh, so this is the first, the first group here we have here is our pipe dream targets. Uh, so, I'm going to ask you guys to pick one of each. So we have, there's six, six slides we're going to go through. You're going to pick one from each one. Give me your reason why you choose this guy um, over the others in the group. So, um, Teja, Eric, EJ, I don't know who wants to go first with uh, who you'd want to go with here of these two. Yeah, I'm going last,
0: man. <laughs> All
3: right, go go ahead, EJ. For this one I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Michael Bridges. I think okay. he gives you too much on uh, both sides of the court. i
1: i agree Uh, by the way go back to tobias these are two guys like this is the kind of guy that they would just no question throw tobias in a deal um i'll go bridges because i just think he he fits i think he fits most teams in the nba which i think that's why it's so impossible to trade for him um i would go bridges Why, why do
0: you think he why do you think he fits most teams
1: Because he's, I mean, his kind of game is so flexible. He plays both sides. He can hit jumpers. He doesn't demand the ball. He doesn't need 20 shots a game to be valuable on your team. Um, I just think those kind of guys can be thrown in on teams with stars. And he's a great, like, I'm an amazing third option. I think he could be a really, really good second option. Um, I just think he's miscast as a a top option.
3: And you know who want to be in Philly long term. That's true. Yeah. yeah.
0: Not necessarily. You can't say that he like never played that. in Philly. <laughs> you never played in Philly,
1: you can't say that. He played in Philly for like five
0: minutes. Everybody's not made
2: for Philly, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he has the
2: Sixers draft day hat. Yeah,
1: yeah. He had the hat on for like 25 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody,
0: yeah. Everybody's not made for Philly. It worked out for him. Yeah. It worked out for him. He can't complain. Oh,
1: great. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You-
0: um, well I'm i I'm a I'm gonna go I'm gonna go against you guys and I'm gonna say um marketing. Um I think you give them more size and three point shooting. Um I I like Mike Bridges and uh, I do like him especially as 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 a third option um with our team. Um but i think what you have on the team is closer to him than than what you have in marketing. we have no one like him. if you trade to you'll have no one like him. Yeah. Or if you bring you trade to and you bring bridges in, you have similar players. i don't think you have similar players that maybe at his level, but you have similar players. um so i don't i think you take away some of your versatility um in making that happen. so i don't i don't think it's as much as a Marketing versus Bridges, as much as it is fit. Um, So, I mean, what Kelly's doing, Kelly's arguably the feeling is a third option. Yeah. Similar to what Bridges is doing. You don't get the same both sides of the court, but you can get some of that from Melton. Like, I just think you you got guys that you can get some of the things that he brings to the table. You have a collection of guys you can get it especially with Batum, you know, he's not a long-term thing, but he is a, a guy right now. So yeah. I just think marketing from a standpoint of he – most likely Pius has to go. Like, who's going to play that position if he's gone? And marketing can play center. If, yes, that's what I'm you saying. You get, it, you get it with size. Yeah. So I, I, I just think that's more of the fit based on – if Tobias is gone, now, obviously, if Tobias, if you can somehow make it happen without Tobias, then Bridges fits. But I'm just assuming that this move has to be made with Tobias involved.
2: Yeah, Marcus, I'd be happy with either one of these guys. <laughs> um, you I think I, <laughs> I, I would say, I would say, I, I, obviously, uh, both reasons, what you, you guys, uh, what you said about Bridges and what uh, Eric said about uh, marketing. I'm, I'm going to go with the, the Bridges crowd here on this one. I, I do think, yeah, he does have a lot of similar traits to what we already have on the roster. Uh, I just think, you know, he's a homegrown guy. He's a Philly guy. Um, and I, I think – Man, you know, we ain't
0: trying to just head nobody because he's from Philly, man. We're trying to win a championship.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, I, we I, I just, You have
2: one like that. His name is Martin about- Morris. Well, you, you could you could potentially yeah, have a homegrown guy right
0: now. He, you, you didn't say that when he came home.
2: You could potentially have both of them true. on the squad, depending on what we trade. You could you could have two Philly guys. Um, but yeah, I, I do think he pairs well with with Embiid and and Maxi, um, and long term guy too. I Man, I think he'd want to. I think he'd want to stay. In okay, for, so, for the long so let run. me let me let me ask
0: you three. Let me ask you guys. So we we make this trade and we move Tobias for you know. Who who's starting?
1: I'd That'd say Maxi, Melton, Bridges, Batum, and Bede. And we get killed on the boards. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That'd be my starting five. But we're as trying well. to win a championship
0: though. But we're trying to win a championship. So so um who's gonna guard um Giannis in the second round. Embiid. So you're going to put an injured Joey Joel on on Giannis? Oh, uh, yeah. And Giannis isn't going to guard Joel. No.
1: I mean, I mean, Batum could for stretches, Batum could guard him for stretches. I didn't say all game. (laughs) For stretches? he he,
0: It's not a. It's that's what I've always told you guys. You got to remember, the playoffs isn't a game; it's a series.
2: Yeah. What? What? What if instead of Batum, you go with Paul Reed at the four in a series? In a series, we are playing um, Milwaukee, and we 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 have him at the four, and Batum comes off the bench.
1: Or shooting would take a hit, but yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm just asking the question.
3: Yeah. Uh,
2: contractually, I, I didn't look at their contracts for how long they, they, they're on their uh, current deal. Uh, Tasia, do you know their contract situation for both these guys?
1: Uh, marketing has got two more years. I think Bridges has, I think it's definitely two or three. Okay. Similar. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, they're pretty similar. Yeah.
3: And it would take a lot to get both these guys.
1: Also. I mean, two more years. I think this year and yeah. next year,
3: I think bridges contract goes through 25 26
1: through it okay so that's pretty good so two more years after this right
3: mm-hmm.
1: maybe 24 24 25 yeah yeah um but i if- think i think marketings one less year than that i believe oh but i mean you know yeah yeah you but, got bridges for a good deal for like three more years yeah
2: yeah for sure yeah. And these are pipe dream targets. And you know, Brooklyn said multiple times, they were not getting rid of Bridges. Um, I think, I think, I, I think, uh, I think I saw a report the other day that a team offered like five first round picks for him. And they said, no, so, Oh, him
3: and Dorian, Benny Smith. Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Which, yeah, I, I don't know what they're doing um, as far as that goes, but there you go. Um, so these are pipe dream targets. These are ones, the next round we got are the more attainable guys. So we're going to go to our next slate of, uh, Trade deadline guys. So Ooh. these are guys who are all similar money. Um, they have one year left in their deal. Um, so we're going to choose one from from this group of guys. A L- lot of lot of good solid players. So you got Tyus Jones, Gary Trent, Luke Kennard, Spencer Dinwiddie, DeMar Rosen, Bruce Brown, uh, one of the Bogdanoviches, um, and then you got uh, Buddy Heald and Gordon Hayward. So who's uh, one guy from this tier that you guys uh, would love to have on the squad?
3: Man.
0: Go ahead. Y'all go
3: ahead,
1: same order. Go ahead, I'll AJ. Let you, this one first. you want me to go
3: first this
1: time? <laughs> I feel like it's like a real it's, 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 like it's, like it's like a cheesecake factory menu. You don't know what you want, you want the next guy to go first, so you can take a little wild pick, you know. big uh, <laughs> menu. Um man, it's, it's if you asked me this a month ago, I would I would probably had a different pick, but right now. I think I would go. I think I would go Bogdanovich right now. I just think we need I need we need we need the outside shooting, man. We need the outside shooting. Um if we go smaller, you could have Tobias and him on the court at the same time. I know his defense is a little rough, but once Embiid's back, we have the anchor down low. Um I'm just prioritizing shooting above everything else.
0: I'm going to say if it's a one-year rental and it's a one-year deal, Uh-huh. I'm going to go with a veteran. I'm going to go with DeMar.
1: I knew it.
0: I'm going to go with DeMar and let's try to, let's try to win the series. Let's try to, let's, let's try to get, you know, if Joel isn't Joel could be back and not be 100%, but we have a guy that we know can win a game and we know a guy, you can give the ball at the end of a game and win a, win a quarter. Um, for so I'm going with the, I'm going with that guy.
3: How would y'all feel about <laughs> Buddy Hill like though? I like Buddy. Him. I just
0: don't. I I think I, I would take. I would rather have a guy like Buddy in the buyout market, not that's giving true. up Tobias or anybody like that for him. I believe yeah. that Buddy could be a buyout guy. That's how. That's kind of how I see him eventually. If if things don't pan out in Indiana, or if they're not going to pan out, I, I believe that. He will be a buyout guy. You every it'll be so many teams going after him.
1: Oh, oh man! You think he'll force his way out of there because he probably have to.
0: I believe the way that they're going and in the and in, in the guys that they have on their team when they made that move for um, Siakam and 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 they have so many guys like him, matching the younger guys. They don't He's shoot it as well as him, but they have so many guys. His size that mm-hmm. I think eventually, especially as the year goes, if it does, if it for some reason, goes south or even maybe goes north. They going to eventually
3: start deciding on those guys and playing those guys. Yeah, yeah. I also I feel the similar way about Bruce Brown on the buyout market.
0: I like Bruce yeah, Brown. Too. I think Bruce gets moved. I, I think Bruce gets moved before the before um, the buyout market. I think he gets moved on so? Thursday. Okay,
1: yeah, I think yeah. he does. Yeah,
0: I just I, I don't think they ever. I don't think they ever traded him to keep him. Doesn't fit.
1: Yeah, that was a tough one too, Bruce so Brown. I don't think
0: that they, I don't think, I don't think that they got him to let his contract kind of just dissolve. I, I, it's too many teams that think highly of him that they got to get something, even if it's picks
1: back from that. <laughs> Hayward might get bought out too. There's a few buyout guys on this list, possibly. Yeah,
0: I mean Hayward, but I mean. Have, has he played? Like, I haven't really seen Charlotte outside of us, but
1: I mean, he's he, he really played. He still misses games. He's only got, I think, permanent minute. Or is or he time.
0: not playing because they've kind of like moved on to Miller? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I, I see why you went to Rosen. DeRosen, the best player on the list. You're pretty much saying get the best player and figure it out. Yeah. I
0: mean, it's just, it's a, It's not even a yearly rental. It's a three- to four-month, five-month rental. Like That's what it is. So you go get a guy that you know can play, can win, season. You you go get that guy.
2: Marcus? It also makes it look like – yeah, I'd probably go to DeRozan as well. It also makes it look like we actually have an effort to try to win a series, not just getting a a, a guy – I mean, just a around-the-edges move. I think DeRozan would be a guy that – can kind of take the load off embiid if need be um depending on how he recovers from the surgery and, and whatnot and also kind of hold hold the seedings that we're at we want to stay within the top six getting a guy like buddy heal's not gonna really help that yeah I mean it'll help it but DeRozan could actually bear the load a little bit
1: I think Buddy Heald's probably a better fit once MB comes back though.
2: No no I,
0: I do think I I I think there's guys on here that's probably a better fit for our team than DeMar. I just think with the situation that we're in, the uncertainty of Joel's injury, DeMar is better f- for that, putting you, keeping you in position to win a playoff
1: series. Okay. Okay. That's kind of what I was asking earlier, that with the injury to MB or some of these guys kind of like bumping up other guys because of it.
0: Yeah. I I've, Remember before, like I've never really been high on DeMar on our team, but yeah. I'm high now because of the situation, the situation that's changed. It's understandable.
1: Yeah. Um, it's funny because Dewar is the one guy that I've heard that we aren't interested in. Uh, but you never know that can mean nothing.
2: That could just be smoke screen.
0: No.
2: No. All right. So we're going to get to the next group of guys. So this is guys that also one year left in their deals. Um, not making as much money uh, of those guys uh, from the previous group. But we got uh, Alec Burks. We got Monty Morris. We got Royce O'Neal, Chris Boucher, um, Kelly Olynyk, and DeLon Wright. So uh, who from this group is uh, really catching your eye here? You want me to go first? If we don't
3: all pick the same guy, I'm, I'll, I'll be shocked. I'll, think, I'll go first. I think it's Kelly Olenek. Um, at the beginning when we talked about the one yeah, year. Go ahead. Left, That's I,
0: I don't even I don't even need to talk. That's that's who it has to be with this group. Because his size, the versatility, play the forward, play the four, four and five, and he shoots the three. Like I don't I don't even think I mean, even though Royce O'Neill can shoot the three, but Royce can't really play center. Um mm-hmm. and Royce is kind of similar to what we have a little bit, but Kelly's what we don't have, he fits, he can play some center. Like I don't, I don't, I think that's that should be the easiest out of this group. Like I don't know. I picked it. EJ picked it, or Javon, whatever he's going by today. I don't know. Eric or Javon, EJ, whatever, and um, <laughs> and um, you know Tasia. but you know Tasia I'm on Taser. Maybe looking at how much money they got in their pocket, so he makes. I know.
1: My, I know how much money he's got in his pocket. Call
0: me the call me the accountant. I know how much money he's got. So, <laughs> you know, he's you looking at, you know, look at his contracts and stuff and all that stuff. So you know,
1: I don't know. I'm um. No, I'm a big fan. I, I like Oldenick. Like, Oldenick. Like, I think he's kind of like a poor man's uh marketing to a degree. Uh older uh, poor man's marketing. Um he, he can he can even handle it. He averaged 4.3 assists this year. I I have unfortunately I've bet on Utah a couple of times over the last uh week or two. And so I've watched some of their games. Um, dude, they they give him the ball, they let him play make for them sometimes. Like he's he's good, man. Um I've liked to for quite some time. His his cap number was huge a few years ago, but it's 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 he likes he he likes it in Utah though apparently but you know what does that mean anymore, um, I I would love that he could play four next to Embiid he could play five when Embiid's out, um, yeah huge fan,
2: yeah I would go with Linux too it would be a Linux and then uh, Royce O'Neill would be the number two the other guys I don't really and I, I don't think Boucher and Nick Nurse based on what I've read I don't think they had a good relationship um, so that that probably take him out of the uh, right. running there. Yeah. Well, apparently he has a good relationship with who they have now either then. So, yeah. All right. So the next group of guys, um, so one year left, these are guys on a uh, smaller deals than the other guys. Um, so we got some, some good pieces here. So Andre Drummond obviously leads the way. I think that's the one where everyone probably would go here. Um, auto Porter, uh, Seti Osman, um, and then we got Lonnie Walker, Mike Muscala. Yeah, I mean, not not, not, the, not the sexiest names here, uh, but there's, there's some good guys here. But uh who's you guys uh go in, in um of, of this of this group of guys here?
3: I'm gonna bring drumming back. feel the Same same deal, gives you what you need. Very safe choice, but yeah, I don't want to overthink this one.
1: <laughs> um so yep. if we did, if we didn't do Olenek, we just did. did do
3: Olenic. Yeah, yeah. If
1: this is all separate, completely separate. I would go, I'd go Drummond. Um, although, again, I've been watching a lot of Utah games. Fontenecio can ball. <laughs> he can ball, and he plays D too, um, and he can hit shots. But I'll, I'll go Ooh.
3: Drummond. What's his name?
2: F- uh, Simone Fontenecio.
3: He
0: can hoop. He can hoop. He's 6'7". I'm, I'm just saying how, how you say his name, man. That's what I'm saying.
1: I've heard Fontanaccio, but uh, – yeah, I can't pick I can't him because I can't say his
0: name. I'm not going to pick him because I can't say his name. <laughs> Fontanaccio. You got to do, you do your finger like this. oh hell. help. <laughs> um, i will go
2: I'm
0: going to go drumming. Um, Yeah, I'll go Drummond because of the situation. And he played in Philly, too. And he can help you rebound and defend, and he, he's going to make the libs and dunks. I, I definitely would stick with Drummond right now because of that. And like you said, it's, as the games slow down in the playoffs, that, that's a valuable trait for you. Yeah, yeah.
3: Would y'all take uh, Fontanichio over Royce O'Neill?
2: Maybe close for sure. Nah, I,
3: I would
1: take I would take Royce O'Neill in the end. Okay. Um I don't pretty know adip- enough
0: about what's his name? <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't
0: know <laughs> enough about him to be honest with you.
1: But you'd have to give up like like Furk for Fatinetchio, you have to give up like Roco for Royce O'Neill. So you also have to maybe consider that as well. Um, who you're giving up in those deals for, to, to match the money. Um, and the beauty of uh, Drummond, again, is that you don't like, – let's say he comes and we're playing really well with him. You don't have to rush Embiid back. He can just worry about getting his conditioning up before he gets on the floor, um, which is which is great to have. And Drummond – I mean, kind of, a lot of these guys are one year left, but Drummond's got a real shot to make his last big contract in the offseason.
2: He'll ball out. Yeah, he's he's torn it up this year. Uh, I think uh, Vucevic said he doesn't want to break up the core. He says they have something real special over there, which I, which I think is kind of comical because they're they're playing for like the, the tenth spot right now. Yeah, their core. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't want to go with Mike Muscala. Taze. you're a big Muscala fan back in the day.
1: Muscala did his part for Philly. He got us Maxi, and then that's it. We parted ways, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> he's
2: that's been traded like ten times since, too. Poor guy. Yeah.
1: But you know, if we are talking about younger, it would be great. But again, like he's he can he's a big man who can hit open shots. He can be, hit three pointers. Solid stretch five. I wouldn't be upset, but you know, it's not that's not a, that's not a needle mover. You're not coming away with Mascal at the trade deadline. Going, guys, we're trying to win it. We're trying to win a championship. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like it just it's just true.
2: Yeah, not gonna be able to rationalize that with a fan base. But hey, Woj has been saying moves around the edges for the longest time, and let nothing more around the edges than uh, Mike Muscala uh, trade. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're gonna go to guys with multi years left on their deal. Um, these are some fu- These are these are some sexy names here. They, they, these are ones that really you know really get me going here. Um, so we got DeJounte Murray, Malcolm Brogdon, Bogdan Bogdanovich, Marcus Smart, Jordan Clarkson. Who's one guy that stands out from this group here? So
3: my thoughts, individually, Bogdanovich. Um, but at the beginning of this, I always wanted to find a way to get Clarkson and Olenek in the same deal. Ooh, yeah, um, Not sure what we have to give up at that point, but that's my number one. Uh, you have to give up a lot.
1: Yeah, you probably have to give up Tobias in that deal for money matching. Hmm. I think Clarks makes like, like 17, 18, and Olenek makes like That's well, I, I guess them you them. could they're Yeah. Yeah. I mean you but they're not gonna give, them give them. that up just for Tobias. They,
0: they they got too many they'll have too many offers for that.
1: Oh yeah, we have to give up picks in, in that age. I was just talking about the money yeah. portion, but yeah, we have to give up picks too. Um so yeah, yeah, mm, it's tough. This is a hard one, though. I think this might be the hardest one so far for me, as far as to, who to pick from. Um, but individually, I'm going. It's multi-year, though. It's it is is multi-year.
0: Old. You know, that's the thing. That's the thing. That's the difference.
1: Yeah. Like if this were a one, if these are all one-year guys. I probably have a different answer, to be honest. Um, because they are just borrowing them at this point, most likely. But when you're committing, um. probably go it's between murray and bogdanovich for me i go bogdanovich i think i just think he has a better fit for what we need right now um oh man i could make the same argument for murray i just think three point just like spot up and and catch and shoot three point shooting i think we go bogdanovich and when when murray's contract jumps up after this season I think he'll be making like 10 less than him too, which is because Bogdanovich is one of those guys who's descending his contracts going down as he, as he goes along. I think by, by his last year, he'll be making like 15 or 16, um, which is pretty fair for him. Um, I think you can bring him off the bench if you need to as well. If, you're, if you want to keep starting Milton, um, you could start him. I just think he's a lot more flexible with our team. Uh,
0: I like that. I, I do like him. I like, um, for that um I would go Brogdon oh okay year um because you if you're thinking multi-year <clears throat> I think Brogdon puts you Brogdon puts you in a situation where you can move Milton yeah um and he can play off the ball and he can have the ball. He can be the primary ball handler, and you can move Maxi off the ball um, part of the game, especially with Joel out, out or limited. I think the more you have Joel out and limited, the more Maxi plays off the ball, the better for him and the better for the team. Um, so I like Malcolm from that standpoint. That's what that's my only kind of thing about, about Lanovich is that he keep he keeps Maxi strictly on the ball.
1: Yeah, he would.
0: Um, so I would probably say Malcolm Brogdon, and, and Brogdon is shown you that he can play with, you know, all star players. Yeah, play a role, play a significant role as a reserve or starter.
1: Yep, and he's one of the better two way players on that list too. He he yes. he's, he'll, he'll he's always
0: guard. To. He'll you know he can he'll guard the best guard in Handle off the ball, so I I would choose him. He would be my number one guy. Even though I like Marcus, um, I would still choose him right now. Marcus Smart yeah. would be my second guy, but you know he's just not
1: healthy. You you take Marcus over uh, Murray? Uh, yeah, I don't think I I don't.
0: I remember I was telling you I like Murray as talent. I think he's out of these guys on here. He's probably the most talented. He's not the best fit for us. Yeah. I don't yeah. think he's a good fit with Maxi at all. I think that's a worse fit than Trey Young in him. Really? Yes.
3: That's why I lean towards Bogey. Is um, I've seen Bogey. I like got his best playing with Trey Young. He could do the same thing with And I'm convinced that will last in a playoff series as well. Yeah. yeah. I just
0: I don't I don't see Maxie as a Trey Young type guy. Like I just I don't think they're the same.
3: Even without I, Joel? I think,
0: no, I I think Max I think Trey Young is excels with the ball on his hands. He's very good, assists, scoring, scoring from deep. I think Maxie excels with the ball, but I think he you have to play him some if you want the best of him without the basketball, without being the primary ball handler. That's why I don't like him bogey as much with him because i think Mm -hmm. you need a guy that can handle the ball more i mean we have to remember that he he's really been the primary ball hand when ben didn't play and then when james came he was he's he he has he's gave you 20 numbers he's giving it to you now um but he did it with james there and i thought he was a little more efficient, and I thought that him not being the primary ball handler, I thought he was able to
1: give you more defensively. Do you think Murray will hold you the ball have- too much? Who? Who? Do you think Murray will I have the I ball think, in his hands too much?
0: I think if Murray's there, I think if Murray's there, I don't think that he's at his best if he's off the ball. Mm. I-, I think he's at his best when he
1: has the ball. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And Brogdon's the best middle between those two.
0: Yes, and Brogdon can Brogdon can is just as good. That's why I think Murray's a better player, but I think Brogdon's better um better fit because he can play on with the ball and without the ball.
1: If this were a one-year borrow, would you take Murray over everyone else? One
0: year. That's what I'm saying. One year possibly, but maybe yeah. not. If we're trying to if, maybe it's just one year, because I still, like I said, I, I think Murray's the better player. I just don't think he's the better fit. Yeah. I, I just I think he's a guy that if we were saying, if we were saying, hey, we're going to we're going to move Maxi off the ball primarily. He's all he's off the ball. If we were saying that, then Murray easily is who we go after. But that's not what we're saying.
1: Yeah, Marcus, what you got?
2: Yeah, I, I love Bogey. I think Bogey's awesome. Uh, that, that'd be the my. He also kind of looks like his the way he shoots the ball. I mean, it's, just a, it's a pretty shot. It, it's very Batumish. It's a very quick release. And I and we and we've seen in the small sample size what Embiid's done with Batum. You could do that kind of stuff with Bogey, a, a younger a younger guy who can you know. We can really light up, the, um, light up the scoring. I also will say, as far as Brogdon, Brogdon might, would be my number two. Brogdon, obviously, we're already interested in Brogdon. It's a report that came out today. We're interested in Heald and Brogdon, two of those guys. So, we're interested in them. But I, I think the fact that Brogdon can be uh play on ball and off ball, uh, great defender, and the revenge factor of going against Boston. He was very slighted by it being traded from Boston. I think having that kind of guy with that kind of edge to play against Boston in the playoffs, that'd be, uh, I'd, l- I'd love that. So, um, yeah, Brock can be a close number two though, but I'd go bogey. Number one, yeah. you like the, you like the revenge factor, Eric? Is, is that, is that another, uh, nice piece? Not no? really. I mean, I don't,
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't, I mean, it don't really matter to me. I mean, you should be motivated just by winning. Yeah. Not, not
2: necessarily. Revenge. Yeah. Um, all right. So we're going to go to our last slide here. So this is. Multi-year left guys, um, not at, not making as much money as the last group. Uh, it's a very uh, – not the sexiest of names here, but you got Alex Caruso, uh, Dennis sexy. Schroeder. Yeah, you think so? Okay.
1: Uh, well. Yeah, it's, I'm a little sexed up.
2: <laughs> Caruso, Dennis Schroeder, and uh, Dorian Finney-Smith. Um, who's, uh, who's one guy on this uh, chart that's really uh, – you're gravitating towards? Tough. Multi-year, multi-year.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think you can make a commitment to either one of them. Multi-year. I'm, I'm just saying, like you got. If you're, if we're saying we're saving our flexibility, you, 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 you don't make this move. Personally, I don't, I don't think you make this move. Um, if it hinders your cap flexibility. Now, if you're moving, if you're able to move a guy that has the same amount of years available, I think you do it. And then I think you 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 make that move and you because of um like I I will say again, I think Finney Smith fits. Um Dennis I know fits, but I mean Caruso out of this group probably fits the best. And he gives you the ability, like I say, if you wanted to move Melton or something like that, he gives you the ability to do that. He's, he's bragging it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You get a move somewhere else um, with him, um, especially if um, Stringer's playing well and you well enough that you want to bring him along. That you can probably do that. So I would say Caruso, even though I don't think that a move for either guy on a multi-year deal should be made.
3: I. Uh... So I saw that report that uh Cruz that the Bulls want a Siakam type deal for Caruso. That's ridiculous. Um, that that's that can't be true. <laughs> that's ridiculous. That can't,
0: true. that can't be true.
3: I'm I'm gonna that, go that, with shorter. I know Caruso probably fits the best, but if that report is true, like I've seen what that, can't that can't be true. That this that can't be true. I've seen crazier. <laughs> well, you,
0: you, you'll see a guy get fired if they trade get a deal like that with Chicago. Yeah. You'll see that, too.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, seeing what Schroeder could do, even if you take the um, the bubble series, if he can perform in a playoff series with Chris Paul and Shea right beside him, I think he'd do the same with Maxi. Yeah. It's good logic. No, that's no doubt.
0: I know what Dennis can do. I'm just thinking multi-year. That's that's my only thing about
1: it. Yeah. Um, I'm going Caruso. I I for the same reasons you probably you pretty much listed with Brogdon. Um he'd draw the better and bigger guard in the playoff series. He'd guard Dame. Um he's big enough to spot guard maybe some of the possibly some of the bigger boston guys i could see him being annoying to tatum i mean 65 it's not small by any means right um he can shoot he can he can bring the ball up the court um
0: i mean he played point guard in college I
1: mean, yeah a coach against him. he uh what's he averaging and he's averaging He's averaging over a block and a steal game. I mean, man, that's impressive. Um, yeah, I just think he kicks a lot of the boxes. And I know it's a multi-year deal, but it's pretty favorable. I think he's making I think he's making like nine this year and nine next year. For what he brings you, there's a reason.
0: But none of it is favorable enough to give up your, your cap flexibility, though.
1: That's my yeah. concern. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know it's multi-year, and that is always a negative, especially with the way we're hunting. You know, in the off-season, but I think for return and what he brings you. Um, but I think a down if they're giving him away, sure. But we also have to give up a lot and multi-year, so that's going to make it a little tough. I just don't think it's realistic. I don't. Th- I don't think the Siakam story is true either. But if they're if that's even being said, then there means they're probably asking for a good amount either way. Um, but I would just do Caruso because I think he's a he's a he's a bargain, and I think he checks a lot of the boxes for us still.
2: Yeah, I, I would go Caruso too. Um, and hope hoping they would throw in uh, Drummond in that trade, but and also hoping that the Siakam rumor is not true either. So, we can get Caruso and Drummond in a Chicago Bulls deal, I'd be all about that. Um, so I guess my uh, Caruso liking is uh, connected to possibly getting Drummond in that. So.
1: That's like EJ's version of the
2: um, Olnik and uh, uh, Clarkson. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sign me out for Caruso and Drummond if we were to get that. But I I don't know. If they are asking for the moon for Caruso, then count me out on that.
1: Yeah. It's a good two-on-two game, Olnick and Clarkson versus uh, Caruso and Drummond.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I
2: I think Clarkson and Olnik would take that. You think so? I think so. What, what do you, no, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so we're going to go. Uh, so, yeah. So that does it for all the guys who are available that are trade targets um, spot there. Mm-hmm. So um, just to wrap this whole thing up. So we talk about all these guys. Oftentimes, <laughs> the trade deadline, we talk about all these scenarios and half the time they never happen for most of the league. I mean, big trades—you know—trades don't happen that much as, as much as the the hype that builds up around it. A lot of stuff doesn't happen. But if you guys were to kind of bet on it, what do you think the Sixers end up doing in in, in the end when it when it's all said and done this week?
0: We'll make a move, whether it's minor or major. I, I do believe we'll make a move. Get one, just one move. It could be multiple multi multiplayer, but I believe that so a move will be made. I just don't have a sense of if it's a major move or or a minor one major meaning some of your top three or four guys
1: hmm.
3: yeah, I believe the Olenek deal will happen. Uh, I think they're gonna make that one happen a part of me. Thinks that they'll go after Buddy Hield. And it's not my top choice, but I think they'll end up doing that as well. If it is a second one, so so you think Olenek and Buddy Healed? If they make a second deal, I think it will be Buddy Hield, but Olenek for sure. I, I'd be, I'd be so happy with
2: with that week if we were to get those two guys.
1: Yeah, that'd be hmm, yeah. You do that. Marcus Morris and Rocco probably have to both be traded. Contractual, contractual ties.
3: But yeah. Um, and Indiana would need Rocco type player.
1: That's true, actually. Yeah, they, they would be, I think they'd be okay with that as far as not talking about trade compensation.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I think, yeah, I could see the only one happening. I think the other one would be. Oh, be tough, but if you can get Brogdon and Olenek, I think we're uh, we're cooking. But I just don't see the multi year player happening. I, I they're obsessed with keeping the cap space. I, I almost think it's a higher priority than winning this year at this point, especially with MB. If it was 50-50 before MB's injury, I think it's it's way. I think it's leading the cap space is um, more important for them than this year. So I just it's hard to see a multi-year player. And we're rumored to like Kyle Lowry and he might get bought out. He wasn't mentioned in this at all because he's probably gonna get bought out. So there you go. You get your you know your 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 backup point guard who could play a little defense instead of having to trade assets for him. And your Philly guy, Market. There you go. All
3: right. there you um, go. What the do, you like, do you like Lowry over Schroeder?
1: No. No, but you, you wouldn't have to give up assets for Lowry. So that's, that's what
3: I'm saying with everything else entailed.
1: Yeah. Everything considered, I'd rather have Lowry because it's a one year rental. Schroeder, I think, has two years and like 25 million or something. Cool.
2: But, paid. Mm. Yeah, paid. Wow. Yeah.
1: 22.
2: Yeah, if, if that's the case, yeah, I, would, I would definitely go Lowry then. have to trade anything for him
3: and Philly guy. Homegrown,
1: yeah, there you go.
2: He checks another
3: box for you, <laughs> yeah. Lowry Bridges, just yeah, yeah,
2: and Morris bring, bring it all home. There you yeah, go, Philly yeah. <laughs> United. And they trade for Mark Heath just to just they get everybody in, yeah. Why not? <laughs> bring that whole Villanova team back, DiVincenzo. Well, that's, that's that New York, New York's got that, they, they got all, all that, going.
1: yeah. They actually, yeah, I mean, you might, yeah, might change theme.
2: All right, so f- uh, final topic here before we get out. Uh, so tomorrow night, uh, Wednesday night, Warriors will be coming to Philly, um, the rematch of last week where MB injured or hurt his knee against Warriors. Uh, so this is on ESPN. So a primetime game on ESPN where we don't have our our, our big man playing um, right now. Sixers are a one point underdog. Against the Warriors, Warriors have their own drama going with Clay Thompson not playing the last seven minutes of uh, the game last night, and that kind of being a l- little thing over there in Golden State. But who do you guys have in uh, the game tomorrow night?
0: Um, I have us winning. I think we'll we'll win it. Um, it was when you know when we kind of and I anticipate us winning is when we kind of like seem to struggle. So I'm going to say now the stakes are there. We know the crowd is going to be hiked with Steph and the Warriors coming in town. Um, tough game. Steph has an awesome game as usual, um, but we still win it.
1: EJ, what you got? I
3: don't know. With that one, I have the Warriors winning. Uh, I know they have Indiana that next night. Um, I think they're going to win uh, against Philly and then get blown out in Indiana.
1: I think we win. I think that that minus one for Warriors is pretty pretty tricky. Anyone watching how we've been playing would throw their you know their mortgage on a uh, minus one Warriors. Um, <laughs> a
3: little trap game.
1: Yeah, I think it's a little trappy. I, I think we come out and surprise them, and uh, we were in the Dallas game for a while. We just you know the the last quarter we just kind of fell apart. But um, yeah, I think we pull it out. I think we win.
2: Yeah, I'll I'll go with with uh, you guys there. I think um, I think Philly wins, and I believe Melton's coming back tomorrow night. So that's that's added juice right there. It's added juice and energy that we haven't really had um for the last like two, two or three weeks, however long he's been gone. So having Melton back in the lineup definitely, um, definitely, um, just having that that juice and energy for sure. Yeah, but. All right. Well, hopefully we uh, we get this dub tomorrow. Um, but that'll do for us, guys. Uh, AJ, thanks for coming on, man. It was really, it was really mm-hmm. awesome having you on, man. My pleasure. I enjoyed it. That's great. Uh, but uh, we'll see you guys we'll Friday. Have you back on after the, have you back on after
0: the deadline, so we can talk about the trades, man. Yes, yeah. Sir. yes, sir. yes sir.
2: Yeah. Friday, Friday, we'll, we'll we'll do the uh, uh, trade deadline. Uh, hopefully the alenic deal and the brockton deal or uh, buddy hill deal happened so we can talk about that on friday <laughs> it exist
3: yep. 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 manifested <laughs> yes sir
2: <laughs> all right guys yo, yo. take it take it easy everybody